So what's in your cup? I've been watching too much my six hundred pound life. Pussy cat dolls. Pussy talk English, Spanish, French. That pussy talk broke. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever gonna brag on that. No one's bragging on their coochie if it's if it equals broke coochie. Nobody's bragging on that. They don't know. Shit, they always coochie that has no monetary value. Unless you sell it. <laughs> what? <laughs> At that point, it's $40. At that point, it's $40. Mm-hmm. It's a going rate. I don't know. Pussy. Inflation. 60 pussy, pussy is in limbo right now. What's what, 60 I mean, look, a, a gallon of gas is about $5 now. I mean, it's got to be up to 60 now. Nah. No? Nah? It ain't It ain't the actual pussy you paying for. It's the shipping and handling. That's where it goes up. Well, yeah, the, the, the cost of... Well, then, then yeah. it went up because of inflation. That's what I'm saying. It's still 40. Yeah, it's you gotta, high. You got to tack on the Uber fees. So it's 40 plus fees. Yeah. Mm. You got to pay $40 for the pussy plus the shipping and handling. Mm. Uh, while we're talking about coochie, that's a good segue. So welcome to another episode of Unapologetic she did it again. I, I'm your co-host, Gemini. I'm not. I'm your co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And, and I'm appalled. A.K.A. I, I, the Mans. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapollopod at gmail.com. We'll be coming with a new email pretty soon, but we hey. got the same Instagram, which is all one word, Unapologetic Advice Podcast. And Trilly, where can they find you? No, I'm still playing underscore dang. It's in your show notes. Come check me out. I've, I've been working out like a motherfucker on there. Y'all seem to like those workout videos, too. What is it under again? Hashtag. Uh, Don't let the man say it. <laughs> what? No, what's it, your hashtag? Uh, shit. Unapologetic. No, no. Ass. Your workout. Your workout. Fat fitness. Uh, your workouts. You call it like the fitness. Is that what it's called? Fat fitness. Was it fat boy, fat fitness? boy fitness? Yeah. yeah it's hashtag. It shout it out. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you call it, man's? I don't remember. Yeah, I do. I remember. What'd he say? <laughs> I want to hear what he said. I don't want. I don't want to repeat it because I don't want nobody coming for me. I didn't make this up. It's a repeat of what he said. Uh, you know, I don't give a fuck. I ain't gonna say it. I mean, I wasn't trying to. You know. No, he literally didn't because the man doesn't have social media. So like, he just was trying to remember what was said, and you definitely botched it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> this, that happens all the time. That's what old niggas do. Where's one of the buttons? Hit one of them buds for yourself. <laughs> I can't stand you. All right, y'all. So <laughs> I can't even do. This. So the the segue uh, is we are going to have a 
<sighs> I guess I'll wait. It, we have an article that's really good for that segue, but I'll 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 save it because we're gonna actually do an actual episode like we used hey. to. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna slide into messy media. So do you want to talk about Irv Gotti on getting me tooed possibly? Or do you want to talk about the basketball squirrel? Irv Gotti. Okay. So according to the Shade Room, they interviewed him and they said, hey, Irv, you know, how you doing? He's like, I'm doing good. They're like, you know, we just want to know why you keep talking about Ashanti. And he's like, because of this. He's like, She's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, come on, Shade Room. Come on. Right. Come on. She's like, what do you mean? He's like. If you ask me about Ashanti and I speak about Ashanti, it's because you asked me about Ashanti. There's no, he's like, all I did was make a documentary and I can't make a documentary about Murder Inc. without talking about Ashanti. He's like, that wouldn't even, that wouldn't even put justice on, on Murder Inc. or her because she, she contributed to that. So I'm supposed to just like cut her out of that. That don't make no sense. He's like, y'all, y'all doing too much. Y'all trying to give me me too out here with all the, all the extraness you doing and everything else. So what's your advice uh, on this? Uh, any part of what he said my my advice is uh don't knock the fucking hustle like if you if you okay it's kind of like we've been and, and this might sound a little crass but we've been talking about the value of pussy right we're talking about that segue um we've been hey. talking about a lot of different things revolve around women's worth right so a lot of his worth is tailored to the success of Ashanti. It really is. So it's you know, it's sure it wasn't Charlie Baltimore, right? And did you watch any of the documentary? No, but I, I'm really good. I like I liked Murder Inc. Yeah, and we and Char, Charlie's another one. High pussy value. A lot of people talk about her musically, though. People not talking. That's about. what I was talking about. But yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But yeah, like it's no way that he can t- like. I saw him get attacked every which away. Mm-hmm. Because motherfuckers like cut him, literally cut him a check to talk about her, and that's just it. And not even yeah. just her, Murder Inc., which she just is a part of. Yeah, she, she probably about 33 percent of Murder Inc.'s success, to be honest. More like, than that, I, I mean, nah, ja, ja Rule <laughs> We both just, yeah, listen, yeah, but he wouldn't have his. Ja, half. She was ja on one it. half. Yeah, but she's the other half. But even on the the hits Ja had. How many hits did he have without Ashanti? A lot. Yeah, a lot. He did, but he still had his big like top ones are his, with Ashanti. Yeah, some of his biggest hits. So she's was still with her. getting that. They both shared that spotlight Facts. for a long time. Facts. It's just that the thing is, one of them could go and write for other a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. The other one can only write. And for one had them. you know Fifty Cent completely obliterate every bit of that well, too. Mm, I mean, Fifty. That's a stretch too because mm. that man's still on tour making money. So he wasn't totally destroyed. He just made it. Fifty Cent made it uncool to like him. That's facts. And and Job made it uncool to like him because he found the formula and it looked very cookie cutter in comparison to Fifty Cent at that time. Yeah. And that's just it. But the thing is, what the corniest part about this whole situation is the fact that um, Ashanti keeps trying to pretend like it wasn't what that man made it. Baby, cut it the fuck out. At one point, Irv Gotti was an eighty to a hundred million dollar motherfucker, right. and you was happily sucking that dick. Right. So now all of a sudden, it's a we had a fling. We had a, no boo. 
that motherfucker was in Japan with you when he should have been with motherfucking and black tie and, and at home with his wife and his kids. Wife and kids. Yeah. Like, we're not going to sit here and pretend like he was stalking you. Like, we're not going to do that. So, yes, it was years ago, and, you know, you went and started fucking with Nelly, and then you tried to erase the whole fact that y'all were a thing. Like, that's bullshit. And I think it's corny that you didn't come on the documentary and speak your, your uh, piece. You were a huge part of that team's success. And the fact that you're trying to, like, act like it never happened is just fucking cornball shit to me. But it also shows the character. Because if she actually really was a hundred, because Irv is a hundred, he come off as creepy, come off as stalkerish or whatever, but you would too if motherfuckers wrote a check and said, hey, talk about your past. You know what I mean? Like, talk about what happened. Like, that's all he was doing. So, of course, because of public opinion is why the shade rooms and all these other different places is riding the wave of posting what he said every fucking five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, my advice is exactly what he said. Stop asking him about Ashanti. You can't sit here and, and be like, why are you always talking about Ashanti? Like, quit asking about Ashanti. Ask him some shit that's relevant. You could literally ask him... Hey, so how do you feel about the Murder Inc. documentary? You only have y'all don't y'all just be like, so you you gonna talk about Ashanti? Why you always right. talking about Ashanti? So my advice is leave that man alone about Ashanti and leave Ashanti alone about that man. Ain't nobody talking about Ashanti like that. Yeah. Like you know she got her. her no, I'm saying every time they see him. Yeah. I'm saying every time they see him, they keep safaris, bringing it up. Thirst trapping on a jet right. ski, thirst trap, parachuting, thirst trap, hang gliding. And let's and let's be all the way honest. This whole shit was a setup to make motherfuckers tune in to that documentary, which people did. Right. But the other part of it is that it all started from Drink Champs when he went on Drink Champs and was talking to Nori about it. He even told Nori, when y'all release this episode, make sure you do it around the time after I dropped the first documentary. What Nori and them did, which was genius, they just cut up clips there you go. And gave people them fucking clips, them reels. Get them hits. And everybody ran with that shit. Because it, it just looked like he spent two hours talking about her when that wasn't the fucking case. You know what I mean? And that, you know, it, it is what it is. It, it's like Lil Wayne said. And he had a bar as a 14-year-old, as a 15-year-old. He had a bar that I thought was one of the coldest bars for a little nigga to say. He said, you ain't getting money like me. Think about it. Let's just say someone cut me a check to think about it. I thought that was genius. Could you try again? Could you try again? Yeah. And that, and that's basically what that was. So, yeah, get off that man. Stop trying to... Because that's what we do. We build people up to fuck them up. And this is his second run. That man worth $300 million now. Okay. So, do you want to talk about the old man who's rapping? Or do you want to talk about Prince of Rick James's beef? You know how many old niggas rapping? This <laughs> shit ain't news. Prince and Rick James beef. I ain't know shit about this one. Yeah, so this is from, uh, it's on Instagram from Sound Rick Oracle. Rick James was beefing with everybody who. So I will give you, I, I'm not going to play the audio. I'm not going to play the audio, but this is from Sound Oracle. And he, he's talking about, and you guys are music people, so you can probably tell a little bit more about the difficulty of this. So I guess uh, back in the day, back when Rick James was out there doing his thing, the sound the synthesizer thing like i guess that was really hard to actually do um but if you go to his album the one with super freak 
It's got a lot of synthesizers on it, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the story about how he got that. So he was on tour, and he have he would be like competing with Prince back then, like yeah. way back in the day they would compete, right? At first it was friendly, he said, and then all of a sudden the motherfuckers end up hating each other by the end of the tour. Like they fucking hate each other's guts, like hates them, hates each other. It's so competition, like you you go out on stage and you hear, yeah, <sighs> yeah. So he was saying you know, all that shit, like. It, but that's the same thing that Jay Z said about DMX. Like it's it's testosterone. It, it's it, so yeah. that's all that shit's going on, right? So some nights Rick Rick won, some nights Prince won, right? So one day uh, Prince comes back to his 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 uh, bus or whatever the fuck, and his synthesizer is gone. Cause that nigga's gangster, this, and, and like I guess Prince, I guess Prince was the only one to actually be able to like modify it i guess back then you'd have to be damn near a genius to modify it. he's the only nigga who did so so all of a sudden it appears back in prince's bus but also what also appeared was his new fucking album where he took his motherfucking synthesizer he used that bitch on his whole album so rick rick took that nigga's tool and made a classic album with his shit he stole from him in return so that yeah dum dum and so on that that sound it plays the sound yeah um I, I, he said he does in the first second so i can actually uh play the video a little bit because that, that that shit is crazy like jacket for beats like gangster is fuck so let me see if i can get it he's a jacket for beats he's a super freak what the keyboards sound like in that section. Ah, yeah. Such an awesome story about where those keyboards come from. Like, literally, the synthesizers used to make that. Yeah, so, anyways, he took that, he took that, uh, the, all this, all this, all the synthesizers you heard on that album yeah. was from fucking Prince. That nigga stole all his shit and took that, made a classic fucking album, all off some beef. That's the only reason why the nigga took it. He no, went in. It wasn't no beef like that. Like, Nick, that nigga competition. Like, you got to think. Rick been out there for a minute, right? And then you got. And that nigga high. You got these <laughs> They both wearing blouses and shit. Roughly ass goddamn shirts. Long hair. Long hair. Tight ass motherfucker. Like, they. Competing with their hair. And, and Tina Marie is the one who who validated this story, by the way. So, I it's not like somebody did. made this up. She so, I just, you know. Yeah. But, again. Love the fuck out that, that man. But, I'm, again, Rick James. Rick I'm Rick James, bitch. Them, he was one of them niggas. He was a real ass. He was a real nigga. <laughs> he was a real nigga. And that's what's dope about it. I heard a story. I, I used to, because uh, you know, like uh, two of my uncles was in the dad's band. Yeah. So everybody had a, a Rick James story. Right. And that motherfucker was gangster, would slap the shit out of you, all of that shit. That shit Charlie Murphy was talking about was authentic. Yeah. That was him. So I can only imagine with that, he probably was stealing Prince hoes. He was doing everything. <laughs> right. He took his, man, you know how gangster you got to be to take to go on somebody's tour bus and take their instrument and say, fuck this. We about to go make some hits with this motherfucking shit. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm tired of this motherfucker going on stage. And... Fuck that. I got this. Bitch, get over there and get on the keys. She's all right. <laughs> doing. <laughs> yeah. I bet I'm going to smack him upside the head with this one. <laughs> so yeah my, my advice is uh there has been so much creativity that comes from so many things that we don't know about and my advice is if there's more stories about that that people have 
bring that shit up because I think that that's super dope. Like that's super cool to know. I just, you know what? I only wish, I just wish that they both were here to be able to ask them to talk about it because that would have been because Rick James just seemed like a funny nigga regardless, and I don't think he would have gave a fuck about. Now Prince probably wouldn't have said nothing, but Rick James would be like, "Yeah, I stole his bitch ass synthesizer and I'll do it again. Lucky I throw that bitch out the window." (laughs) All right, so I'm gonna reach out to my uncle. Oh, that'd be dope. I'm gonna reach out to him, Uh, Isaac Wiley of the Dads Band. He uh. Play drums for everybody. He's been on tour with everybody. Um, I'm definitely gonna reach out to him to see if he can come on our show and talk. Okay, that'd be dope. Cause he got a lot. I'm when I say he got a lot of fucking. He got platinum fucking stories. Like he's been to conferences and told some of his stories, like to up and coming musicians and all of that shit. So I think definitely want to know his. You want to hear some of his Rick James stories. They done okay. been on tour with everybody. I mean, he has, he got three Grammys, my, my uncle do. Okay. That's Grammys. dope. You know that Whip It song? Oh, that's my shit. shit. Yeah, he got he got three Grammys. So I'm like, gotta, gotta whip hear. Whip it, baby. Whip it. Oh, yeah. Whip. Oh, okay. yeah. That's my shit. My, uncle, my other uncle, uh, rest in peace, he, he was singing on that. And he played, he played, he sung and he played the bass. That song has one of the best bridges of all time. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That's the that's the, one of the biggest no dealing songs there of is all no time times, to my nigga. Yeah, that's my shit. A lot of drug that's one of my favorite songs, oh, yeah. man. Of like, that's when you, you got man, that's that's about that crack, you know, yeah. man. What? Oh, we'll talk off this shit. <laughs> oh shit! See, like, whip it. Uh huh. So you mean to tell me once again that I'm in the back of the car? <laughs> <laughs> Talk. At the window, like just let it whip. Huh? Yeah, yeah it, it had multiple meanings. Oh my yeah. god, it was a lot of double and triple. You know what? I never even like until I like recently. I never thought twice about any of that stuff. It literally was like in one ear and out the other. 80s, of, like baby. what it was, man. 80s. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my advice. And also, I want to point out these two men had musical beef, and nobody died. And nobody really knew and about Nobody it. knew about Like, you know what I'm saying? Now you can't even like, that nigga, you see me eating honey buns? I'm going to shoot that motherfucker because I'm the nigga yeah. who eat honey buns. You know, I like mean, shit like that. R- R&B beef has always been different. Yeah, That's what is. we call it, R&B beef. <laughs> because R&B R- beef is different. R&B beef is, you know I don't like that motherfucker. Why you bring him here? Yeah. <laughs> Rappers like, I'm a, sh- you know, they rated. I'm rated. If a real rap, real street, man, I'll shoot you and that nigga for bringing that nigga. <laughs> no, but the R&B, they gonna be smiling like, hey, you brought him to the party, okay? Right. Please decide. You know I don't fuck with that nigga. Which bitch here like him? Cause yeah. I'm fucking that bitch tonight. R&B for nigga do the splits in front of you to, before yeah. he get you dapping shit and speak. R- R&B, <laughs> R&B is Prince and Michael Jackson at a at a at a party, and motherfuckers. Taking snatching mics from one another and singing, and Prince hopping on the the shoulders of a giant ass security guard and being carried off and shit. Like that's their kind of beef. Their beef was like cocaine infused high orgy beef. It's like a whole Broadway production, basically. Basically, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking for the bitch, the bitch with him now, cause he know I like that bitch. Yeah. Now I gotta steal the bitch back at the next show. And he go back, put his eyeliner on his shit. Uh, I'm going to fuck him up with this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he had his ass out on this one. Right. You know what? At the party, I might pull my dick out. <laughs> like, that's the beef. We don't, then we cool. We taking pictures together. We smiling. Might even do a collab together. 
but I don't fuck with that nigga. Oh my god. And then you got James Brown and Rick James. That's yeah. <laughs> them niggas pulling out guns and shit, yeah. whooping ass. Or or the fucking Isley Brothers uh, yeah. versus uh James Brown. Yeah. They was that was a real beat. There's a common denominator here. No, no, they was listen. No, it's Ryan, James Brown. Was that, I heard I, I got told a story about how uh <laughs> James Brown and Ronald Isley shot up each other's Cadillacs. Went outside and foop, 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 and he foop, 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 foop. And them niggas not liking each other three or four months and then see each other like, man, what the fuck is we doing, man? Come on over here. Let's have a drink. Let's talk about this shit. You know, let's go talk about this shit. That ain't nobody on that shit, man. Yeah. Because, you know, that's another story I could tell, which I need to get, you know, Roosevelt Johnson Sr. That was uh, James Brown's uh, road manager from Cleveland, Ohio. Well-known guy in the industry. Crazy. Yeah, let's go. Let's get these people on, man. Cause these, yeah, I'm about these, to start reaching out. Yeah, because Cle- Cleveland got a lot, a lot, a lot. I need to reach out to my nigga Brains. I need to reach out. Yeah, Brains need yeah. to be on the show. And shit, while we at it, I'm gonna hit up Crazy Bone. Fuck it, we gonna start reaching out to a lot of these people that staples. Cause we got access to them. They all in the roller deck. <laughs> I just, I'm just laughing. So I'm not from Cleveland, but every time I say I live in Cleveland, everybody be like, "So you met Bone yet?" Yeah. Nigga. Yeah. Nigga. Them Nigga. California. They don't even live here. And on top of the fact that by the time I moved here, they definitely didn't live here. What's wrong they with They was people? rich by then. They, yeah, it's rich they, as hell. They, they kids is kids right. rich by the good, time I moved good here. A friend of mine came. He is signed to Mo Thugs. Or is it is it Mo Thugs? I think it's Mo Thugs. It's Mo Thugs. Yeah, he signed to them. He actually just dropped the project. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna segue into yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Um, so we're gonna go ahead. We'll segue into. Uh, we can either do a what in the or you want to do drunken news. What you want to do? Okay. Drunken news. All right, so. Do you want to talk about the biracial country singer who didn't know he was black until he was eight? Biracial. Biracial. I actually think I wrote biracial. <laughs> or, or do you want to talk about uh, did college work for millennials? Did college work for the millennials? You don't want to talk about the biracial country singer? I want to talk about both, but let's start with the let's start with the biracial. Let's start there. We're going we gonna to start by Rachel now. Motherfuckers. So I happened to come there. across Kane Brown because uh, Gemini's Instagram, personal Instagram, there was a girl who posted how she went to this concert she goes every year. And I'm like, is this nigga by Rachel? And I was confused. So I Googled him because I was like, let me see. Came across this article from Billboard. This is Kane Brown on learning he was by Rachel at seven. Being called the N-word. <laughs> he learned that he was by Rachel. Being called the N-word, I got in fights over it. It's like, don't call me the N-word. I'm Irish and in in in, in Norwegian. Right. I'm Sweden. Yeah, his mom is white and his dad, who is they put not a part of his life. Uh, uh, you got, it, just got to do that. Uh, he, so he is He's Obama. Black. He's definitely black. His dad is black and part Cherokee. Oh, oh shit. Here we go with that. <laughs> not only, not only is he don't take care of your kids, he drunk. That's that's gonna be the first whole racial all, divide right first there. First of all, I feel like, look, I'm gonna I'm go ahead and say this. That motherfucking mama lying. She don't know who his daddy is. 
No, because I'm going to tell you this, because, like, the main thing is, niggas always say, I'm part Cherokee. Shut the fuck up. Like I said. Well, his, you his, it. Indians was black. Yeah. They don't want to talk about no, that. Look, I get it, but I'm just saying, like, she don't know who his daddy is. No, that, she don't know who his daddy that, is. car wash. Right. His daddy. You put an extra air freshener in the car, they had a baby. Yeah, that's that free love shit when motherfuckers around. Woo, let me show you my titties. Listen to this quote. He said, I thought I was full white, which honestly I can't even really say because I didn't see colors. He said, so that made it more confusing when the students at his Georgia middle school started making fun of his skin color. He said, quote, I found out I was biracial. And I still wasn't thinking anything of it. Technically not a quote if he found out he was biracial. Fine, he said biracial. But then I started getting called the N-word. I didn't even know what it meant. I learned what it meant. And that's when it started affecting me. I got in fights over it when I was little. And then I just kind of got over it. He hopes other kids. uh, He Yeah, so. um, You need need to do a a help bros instead of a help hoes right now. With it. He said, there's still racism in the world, but I didn't get into country oh, music just to prove a point. I try to stay away from all negativity. Oh, negativity. 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 Uh, but yeah, so. Fast forward to the negativity scene. <laughs> so anyways, he has a top number one album on the Billboard 200 chart back then, which was in 2018 but this is by gil kaufman and the reason why i brought that up is because he's like on tour and i just didn't know that there was a biracial out there performing country music and he sound just like this and he's like look y'all not he said y'all haters not gonna hold me down and push me back and i'm about to be rapping on this this rap beat i'm about to do country that's what i'll be doing first of all where the fuck you think country music came from yeah we was the ones with the stories no i meant i'm gonna be like this on top of the beat Shit, like now, it's basically rap. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Right. I'm going downtown in my truck on 24-inch rims. About to go and get me some hoes. Going in and getting these hoes. Get the barbecue sauce, bitch. Make sure you got my mac and cheese. Oh, shit, that's a bop. And don't forget the yams. (laughs) You motherfucking bitch. That's a fucking and Don't mess. forget the yams. Cause my gold chain swinging and my dough teeth glowing. About to go get these hoes on the stroll. Pimping these hoes left and right. About to hit that strip club. Oh, tonight it's gonna be a hoot. That's him. You don't like that? And don't no. forget the yams. You don't like that? No, fuck that shit. <laughs> I don't wanna hear no. You know, but no, he's I'll, not the only one. Like, first of all, there's a lot of black people. And what about the you and me? We come from a different. World. No, 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 no. It's not about being black. I think he's the first biracial I've actually. I don't think so. Heard I don't I, that, think that's so made. That's all. a Billboard top. I think he is. He, I, I, I think. All. I don't think so. Name one. Like, okay, it's like naming the the the, the top five black Man. presidents. You're not gonna know who right. they are. Billy Ray Cyrus is light skinned nigga. <laughs> Why you think his daughter twerking? <laughs> That's a nigga. Wink. So my advice on this. So, oh, just so you, Yeah, there's a... Uh, I don't know what... What the... Who came up with this list? Okay. Uh, Help, bros. Uh, listen. Before I go into this. You know, I got to put my disclaimer out there. 
This is for the motherfuckers that don't know which color that they was born in and shit and how to wait until they turn eight and shit and get called a nigga a few times before they actually realize they got nigga blood in them. In actuality, all of us got nigga blood in us because nigga blood is universal and it has no color. As fact, matter of fact, the pigmentation in these motherfuckers is depleted because the niggas ain't really, really, really in them. But we know that it's in them because the motherfuckers keep coming out and they can't wait to get with the niggas and get partied up and try to make sure that they can't sell some motherfucking records and be top of this motherfucking food chain by letting motherfuckers know that they was biracial at one point or another when nobody really gave a fuck if the music was Sounded good. No one gave a fuck what the fuck you look like. On an apologetic advice podcast. Now, that was all over the. Place. I mean, I think he just—he was just saying he's getting hate in the country music space because, but it's not just the thing. Is another factor he's not keeping in mind is that not only is he biracial, but he's also young and he's got tattoos and you know what I'm saying. Like he's no. What I'm saying is like. It's not, I'm saying it's not just necessarily that even if he is, I don't know if he's pointing towards that or not, but I just found it interesting. My advice for this is if you have children who are of different cultures, please, please talk to your baby. Please. It's hard to do because. What the fuck you mean it's hard to do? One hard to take that penis? No, I'm just saying if you from, if you ain't from an urban area where you got all these cultures and you, now you up in the middle of middle america you trying to you just trying to survive and assimilate right and you know don't want to be you don't want to be colored because now you the only one you the only one standing out you the only one you in gym class motherfuckers throwing you the basketball like dunk it like nigga i'm five you know it's like so you just gonna act like he's just not though like that's what i'm saying like she she had zero talks with him at all that's why she just trying to cope with it like cope with what now your baby out here looking crazy no she out there with her baby at walmart everybody's staring Mm -hmm. she out there with her baby like is that your baby is that your son and and there's so many documentaries geared towards that shit so many people that like a lot of people that were raised in predominantly white you raped? you know they saying all that you know i mean and honestly we all are a product of our environment no matter what the fuck shade we are you know if you if you grew up around a bunch of white people you are going to assimilate into their world you are white by default now what happens is is that you get older you go to college you become this kendrick spirit when you see more people looking like you and you like wait a minute these my people it happens like that same thing with a white person that may have grew up in a black predominantly black area they gonna have their and they and see that's the thing too people don't even talk about that they don't talk about it grew up hood or if you want to call it urban but then it becomes trailer park it ain't even hood no more you're a trailer park or you're trailer park trash that's just another way of saying that a white person is hood or from they're not of means they're not rich or they not you know their credit score is not automatically whatever the fuck like how they always try to say so it is a conversation that can be had there is some understanding that can go into that there is a time when a kid gets mature enough to look in the mirror and see what it is and a mom or dad can say listen you know you you got to you got some sides to you you know that you can embrace i definitely want to show you this but a lot of times we can't show what we don't know yeah. Just because you took a black dick don't mean you know about the black experience. You just experienced the black dick. That's it. Okay, this is so touching. You guys get to provide your advice on that. That's cool. Thanks so much. Well, welcome to Unapologetic Advice. Yeah, I mean, like, y'all just gonna tell me no. My advice is still, I don't oh, care. I didn't say that. I didn't say This no. one. My advice is still that you, like, I don't care you're the only person in Walmart with your, with your mixed child. 
Like, there's no reason why he should have to go to school and have no idea. None. That kid had no fucking idea. None. He looking around like, who the f- who? Who right. by Rachel? Where Rachel at? Right. That nigga had no idea. Right, because they, they ain't at the house watching Roots on Thanksgiving. Not that they have What's to watch Roots, but, but like, shit. I'm, like, you ain't never, I'm, but still, you ain't telling, like, your dad, this is your dad, this is what he look like? Like, God damn. Let's be for real. Nothing. Like, even nothing. Even if you take color out of it. A lot of motherfuckers don't know who their daddy is. He said he didn't even see color. Yeah, because he was around. He was white. Listen, you don't even know about chocolate. You don't know about chocolate milk to a nigga drop a Hershey in that motherfucker. You like, what is this? They probably, listen, he at the house. He watching Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Change another channel. That motherfucker looking at Saved by the Bell. Oh, look, Lisa, they got a dark-skinned white person. Like, he has, there is no conversation here. Because that's and that happens a lot. It happens more than you may may think about it. I know it happens. It happens more often. But I, my advice is let's not make this motherfucking habit. Let's try to go ahead and try to do a better job of that. Because obviously, I'm just saying he's a grown ass man. This nigga still bringing up some shit that happened at seven. Yeah, because that that is it was a big turning point in his fucking lot. life. Yeah, because yes. what happens also because I've seen like maybe five or six documentaries on this, right? Um, I nigga hitting Google heavy. What, what happens? Yeah, because once Hell you yeah. watch one, you like, yeah, I gotta you gotta hit YouTube. I gotta Google see how all these motherfuckers is acting. Because yeah. what happens is, is that it's 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 one of those conversations that you just don't have, and then it comes out later. Like, well, we was waiting on you to ask some questions. It's kind of like sex. <laughs> you don't go out and tell them up, don't fuck. You wait for them to start talking to you about it. Then you like, well, you know what? Since you brought this up, or since you really want to know, now it's time for us to explore that. Because I don't want to force something on you to make you even more alienated than you already are. Because at the end of the day, it becomes a survival thing. And if you living in that fucking world where, shit, anything can happen, you get to dating a, a you know a white girl and the family want to kill your ass, right. all that type shit. Right. It's all about survival. Right. And he, he is also... Is also living through the eyes of his experience with his mother right his mother's side you don't know wh- why he's alienated from from that side right you is is no different than that's the other part somebody's baby mama that's disgruntled your daddy yeah ain't yeah no i, you, I you know look no you, look i i hear it but here's my thing and we, we can move on after this but them white kids obviously had that motherfucking talk because they had no problem well, yeah. Identify. What I'm saying is, I get that. But I'm saying, like, you still had your son in the field with no shoe. Yeah. You still had your son. You had your son in the field with no shield. He was, naked, no clothes was, on. He was hoping and pretending that he could pass. Meanwhile, his yeah. classmates got fucking spears. And that's what it, but that's what it was. That's what I'm saying. That's they all were, I'm getting. They were at. hoping that he assimilate enough to where. His skin tone didn't come into question. That nigga turned around and was like, this nigga ain't got no shield. Same <laughs> same way whenever you see these lynching pictures and you see the little white kids in the pictures, what the fuck are they doing? They smiling. Why? Because it's normalized. Yeah, Nothing learn. about this mean. I, I, this person that's hanging is less than human. I have no emotions or feeling towards that because I've been taught that that's not really something. If you stump a fucking puppy out, they gonna cry and boo-hoo and be ready to kill themselves. Hang a nigga is like second nature. Same thing in this situation. Everything is normalized. Being around nothing but white people and you're the only darker complexion person. 
it becomes a norm a normality to it it get like even watching say by the bill you 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 stopped seeing ac slater's uh, Latin side, and you right. damn sure didn't see fucking Lark Voorhees' black side no more. She started fucking dating Zach at one point. Right. Like, you just didn't even see her as this black girl with all of these white people. You didn't see this Latin guy. You just saw a bunch of people. Right, man. This, white, this white dude got a, a bitch in Jerry Curl. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened was you started, the reason why that show was even put together with those characters is so they can pull in different audiences yeah. and they can stop seeing just white people. You saw people, and that's what she was praying would happen. But no, nah, boo boo. <laughs> Life happens. Life gonna is happen. gonna happen. Need a couple more sprinkles for some shit like that to maybe even have a chance. Or ah, that's still people. Kids go to school with what they learn. That's it. And and depending on who's in, we'll say the majority or who's in power, that is what is put over the rest of the psyche of that population. Mm -hmm. And that kids, right. the kids are nothing more than a reflection of what they learning at home. That's it. Because it's not a baby alive that's crawling around saying nigga. <laughs> Until they repeat it. Until they, so somebody repeats it. Speaking of normalization. <laughs> do you want to talk about... Quit talking over my Do you want to talk about the Bank of America testing out the no down payment or no credit check for mortgages for minorities? Or do you want to talk about the child that identifies as a cat? In school. Fuck that cat. We're going to talk about niggas getting loans. <laughs> Yo, in the group chat, man. <laughs> my dude said, I'll be mad if I got to go out there and change my kid's litter box. Fuck that. <laughs> man, my question is, so, so your kid going to... real. <laughs> so you mean to tell me your kid just going to be like, yeah, I don't feel good. Take me to the vet, nigga. What? No, the kid ain't gotta ain't gotta talk. Or I guess they'd be like, they're not feeling well. Let me take them to the vet. I mean, it's, it's, you ain't going to a pediatrician. It is literally nigga, no. You cat. It is literally no different than a kid talking about. I am not a sex. I recognize this as nothing. Right. What is Somebody your What is your sex? Eunuch. So should we just talk about this cat one then? Because we already in it at yeah, this we point. Might as well, in it. We can talk about the cat. <laughs> Talk about that cat. So this is according to your tango entertainment and news by Nia Tipton. This came out on the 31st of August in 2022. School supports teens decision to identify as a cat and allows her to be nonverbal in class. They ain't teaching shit no way. So. A school in Australia has allowed one of its students to be nonverbal in class and behave like a cat as per her wishes. Um, the girl is eight years old and reportedly allowed to act like a feline and be nonverbal at a private school in Melbourne. Um, they said it's okay as long as it does not become an, a distraction to uh, other classmates. Uh, they said the girl's phenomenally bright. Oh, who is in year eight? I was confused. So she must be like a senior. So the girl is very smart and um, they said some of their students has displayed some mental health and identity issues. Um, a close friend to the family says no one seems to have a protocol for students identifying as animals, but the approach has been that if it doesn't disrupt the school, everyone is being supportive. So, um, 
and some a member Ralph Babbitt is a member of the Australian the United Australia Party. He claimed that the symptom is quote radically radical left unquote and quote unchecked in society end quote. What's your advice? Get that pussy out of here. Ain't nobody on that shit. Um, we're not we're not going to overly nurture mental health issues. Actually, she'd be in like the eighth grade. I take that back. Yeah, that's it's it's fucking. I mean, I could, I could say that it's weird, but the world is fucking weird because we embrace every type of whatever the fuck they invent tomorrow, and I feel like it's getting to a point where this shit is becoming more and more socially accepted because we're coming out of a time where everything was black and white. Nigga, you are you. <laughs> that's it. You're not fucking cheetah. You're not Winnie the Pooh. You're not fucking Garfield. You and, are you. And they was whooping ass behind and, and, and you might have got your ass whooped behind that shit. And you might have moved to a different part of the country so you can crawl around with some motherfuckers. But while you in my house, we walk upright around this bitch. And we ain't purring. We cleaning. And we making beds and shit. And we ain't doing litter boxes. We going to the toilet, motherfucker. I feel like we're... These kids can go on Google, they can go on different uh, websites, they can search different search engines and look up all types of shit to, to, to reinvent themselves. And that's happening way too frequent and people are a little too fucking accepting. This, this society is soft as fuck. No way a cat could have been sitting in the room with me as a fucking human in, in junior high. No way. And not be disrupted. It was kids that liked cats, probably drew a fucking cat all the time. Like anime type, like Sailor yeah. Moon. Want to dress like up that. as a cat on Halloween and live out their little cat fantasies, but they weren't talking about, come here, puss puss. Like, no, that wasn't happening. What's five plus five? Meow. I'm throwing a brick at that bitch. Meow. This about to be the, the first, you know, it's, it's going to be a diversity thing. You're going to get a full ride scholarship as the first cat to go to Harvard. All oh, that old shit. That shit is motherfucking genius. Like, why why do I have to participate in society, right? I you know I'm at the point where I I don't want to be in in society as this no more. I want to be free. What's yeah. freer than a fucking animal? There you go. Right? right. They get more respect than humans yeah. in a lot of cases. Be for real. More rights. That's why I said what I said. I said yeah. you. Can't. I said, you can hang a nigga, but stuff a puppy and see if there you get go. the same reaction. That's real shit. But I just feel like we... Don't be bullying on that cat then. Yeah. Really. We, we, we overly... <laughs> well, fuck. Cat shame. Listen. Cat shame and all. Shit. <laughs> That's going to be a new thing. Feline shame. I ain't never had nothing against pussy. <laughs> never. <laughs> but... You ain't about to, I ain't about to dress my kid up and they go to school and they, they sit in there with a fucking collar on. And... Today I'm an iguana. Right. And how the, how the fuck are you bright? If, if you're going to be a cat, then, then, then play the role all the way. You don't take no goddamn tests. Fuck that. You pawn that shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't, why you got clothes on? You know what I'm saying? Go take your ass outside. It was a you know time. It was a time you where. A cat. No, but one of them like, ugly ass cats that naked cat. ain't got no goddamn yeah. fur on. Fuck is you a Maine Coon? Like what the <laughs> fuck kind of cat are you? Mountain lion? What the fuck? You can put that sweater thing on. That's what they do with the puppy. Let me hear your roar. Let me hear your roar, motherfucker. Like, what kind of cat are you? Oh, you a bitch ass cat. Then go you out the trash then, nigga. 
Go on. That's what cats do. Let's go. Is you a house cat or is you a street cat? Like, no. Alley cat. It's times where... Alley cat. And, and this is not... Not to say that this is brand new. The part that's brand new is how accepted it is. Whoa. Because it was a time where these kids was going into... We about to get this kid uh, a psychologist. To understand where did this derive from? When did they decide that they were a cat? Well, shit, did you you ain't never go to school with a motherfucker where they be like, "What you want to be when you grow up? A doctor? What you want to be when you grow up? A dentist? What you want to be when you grow up? A dinosaur?" Yeah, yeah, but them niggas was five, and that was fine, and that was fine, not, but, not fifteen. But you didn't have a fucking paleontologist at your house talking about come here, Rex. Yeah, no, that didn't happen, right? No, it, you 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 were in the fantasy, and you went home. You told your mama, "Mama, I was in school, and guess what, mama? They asked me what I wanted to be, and I told them I wanted to be a dinosaur. That's nice, honey. Eat your peas. Like we don't give a fuck. We nurture. That's cool, baby. That's all right. Yeah, but when they fifteen, they be like, "Yeah, we so we had career day. Okay, so what'd you do? I said, uh, "Everybody wants a dinosaur. I was that. That was me. I was over there. I was roaring and shit." <laughs> That's nice, honey. Jim and I were, everyone up, get on the floor. Everybody was, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I feel like if I said something like that to my parents, I feel like my dad would have been like, what the? You you joking, right? Man, I know I told my my name was going to be Rex, and I was going to rah. I was going to be at Jurassic Park, but, nigga, I'm going to be in the cage. And they, make, <laughs> and they made you feel real stupid after that. Like, nah, my dad would have been like, are you stupid? Like, like, I just like any black family yeah. would have been like, some is, are you, like is there drugs in this home? Being who you are, it's hard enough being who the fuck you are, Gemini. Right, you already you, no look, you already in a cage. No right, you already in a cage. You gonna put yourself my, in another that, cage? And that's my point because you know how that news article gonna go. Man thought to be a cheetah shot dead on highway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you gonna see in the comments. Roadkill should have complied. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's gonna be a different conversation for us, nigga. What do you want to be alive? Right, like that's right. how that's our conversation. Well, you see, this is in Australia, right? Yeah. So we know what I mean, and it's funny. You in Australia? Why the fuck you don't want to be a kangaroo? Go ahead and get out there with the rest of the rules. They fight too. See if your ass can fight one of them bitches, and watch how fast you come back human after they beat that ass. Cause I'm paying rules. They ain't like, playing that see this shit. This bitch out here with us think she wanted a gang. They gonna be hopping around like gang, gang. The fuck? <laughs> come here, bitch. Come, come here. Get, get in come this here. Pouch. Get in this pouch. Get in the pouch. <laughs> this bitch got me fucked up. <laughs> gonna hop over there. Is she trying I'm to your hop mama too? now. But she trying to hop too. Like the fuck? They gonna be like right. this. <laughs> bitch. Hop, hop. <laughs> you know, rules can fight. Them rules can fight. They throw each other through fences and shit. Like, you got me. It was the right up. jab for me. He really got like the kangaroo jab going, not the full extension. It was. Right. It's part dinosaur right there too. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Uh... No, nah, but a di dinosaur ain't fucking with no kangaroo. Their arms ain't long enough. Facts. Uh, so my, you know, only thing that might be able to fuck with it is that deer that's outside your house. Uh, my advice. <laughs> He had to, I did. Can't believe you brought that bitch. Up. <laughs> I saw her the other day too. She was with her dude. She ain't even look up. He was the man. He was walking around with his with the big ass horns on and shit. And he looked at me and was like, and he spit. Come on, some. I said, man, this whole ass nigga. Your bitch disrespected my house, and here you come. 
But I understood because there was five more of them motherfuckers behind them walking with her. He was looking like, nigga, he gang, yeah. gang, gang, gang. He ain't even had to say nothing. He just yeah. wild smoke. Them motherfuckers walking in the street. Oh, they the street, oh they doing that in the oh they gangsta out bro. there. That's off ass neighborhood. They like fuck that. You watering your grass, huh? I'm about to go eat this bush. Bitch, say something. I'm like, damn. Yeah. So my advice is for this is that uh, we got to get some kind of standards, though. Honestly, it, it it is. What is the plan for someone? that identifies like do they get social security like you know what i'm saying like am i paying taxes for this shit i just you know like that's really my concern is like you're not even trying to contribute to society well bitch when you turn 18 you go ahead and you either you go ahead and head out and when we find you on the street you can go ahead and go to that animal watch, shelter or whatever fuck watch animal shelter shit somebody fucking that cat I don't, that ain't none of my business watch how normal shit get when that cat gets some dick yeah, <laughs> and and, it, and it's not cool no more to pretend to be. They must listen. People find different ways to escape. the The issue there is that that girl is probably the most antisocial person and just don't want to be bothered anyways. What easiest way to go about it is guess what? I can just pretend to be a fucking cat. No one's gonna bother me. And then that cat get that get that ass spayed in high school. Then she gonna be like, yeah, fuck that cat shit. I'm a bitch. But the damage is, oh my gosh. But yeah, my my advice is is just that like you can't be granting those kinds kinds of uh, rights basically with no long term plan. Like I said, you can't be like, yeah, you're allowed to be a cat. Okay, so what does that mean? What does that mean long term? Like you can't just be like, yeah, you can just do that. No, that means that no to fetishize you because that's what they're gonna do anyway. Because what is it, furries or whatever the fuck? Yeah, that's a furry, yes. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, people already she's going to pick her. Yes, she's but she's a kid. Venue. That's a different. No, yeah, I'm but just that, saying that it's being groomed into that. She's gonna pick her venue. That's all. She's and those furries still take their ass to work, and they ain't no damn. You ain't no dinosaur at work. You ain't working customer service. Somebody calling, ring, ring, ring. You're right, bitch. Who the fuck? Right. What the fuck? I'm calling a different company. Tiffany, we talked about this. Stop growling. Stop growling on the calls. <laughs> You're fucking up our <laughs> turnover rate. Every time someone calls over, they just hangs up because of your ass. We're losing business. This is your third strike. Right. Now, if she's black, they got rid of her ass on the right. first growl. Like, I never fired a, a, a cat before, but I'm about to fire this black cat. Oh. First of all, we ain't know you was a fucking cat because in the interview... Your ass was normal. <laughs> gonna show up in this bitch with a meow. You gonna show up in this bitch with whiskers on. It's enough. You gotta deal with these eyelash motherfuckers. Now here you come. <laughs> come on, you got your whiskers done. I'm just, I'm just like, saying. Like, imagine did you hired this bitch with, with shit. I thought it was a mustache. I didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. Imagine, imagine you call. She's Australian. We didn't know. Imagine you call to get a bill taken care of. You talk to the first level and they say, well, you know, I'm going to transfer you to a supervisor. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so you wait and you know, the music play. Hello. <laughs> what can I do for you? Like the fuck? Did you just realm? Get me back to whoever the fuck. Tra- right. Let's- Give me that, that first level Give shit. Give me the first person, please. But I can help you. First person, please. I've dialed zero six times. Get me back to the bitch. 
Are <laughs> right, you hitting buttons all of a sudden? Hit like the button. Are you hitting beep 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 beep? No, thank you. <laughs> Real? Is this a joke? Like, I called to get my goddamn phone reset. What? What the fuck is this? Here's fuck? here's another one. You coming? The doctor will be in here to see you in a minute. Okay. <laughs> coming for your pap. You just sitting there in the stirrups of shit. This bitch got claws. They're like, okay, so this is this is your, this is your 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 uh, doctor today. Doctor um, Snuffle Love. This is Doctor Meow. So she, she comes in. This motherfucker went through twelve years of medical school, and then after that, gonna be. A, I'm a cat now. <laughs> meow. Like, so how's everything going on there? Meow. I don't need a pussy on my pussy. Why is she scratching my pussy? Why? Why is you rubbing your body up against me? Yo, you working out at the gym? Look, you working out at the gym? He, he's like, okay, so we're gonna assign you this personal trainer. Come over there. You're like, okay. So y'all wait in line. This is this is your your personal trainer right here. This is this is Chauncey. Woo. <laughs> I've heard of diversity hires, but this is fucking ridiculous. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get this dog ass bitch out of here. Motherfucker, get on all fours on a treadmill and go off on these. Niggas. Nah, that motherfucker strong and, and cut. Nigga running on all fours and shit. Nigga, like what the fuck. Right, motherfucker, come out the back. Like, you like that dog? I'm fucking that dog. <laughs> what in the hell in the Howie Mandel is going on around here? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, we gonna go ahead and go. It's like, oh, my gosh. The okay. shit we accept in society is bullshit. That's all I would say about that. So deep. <laughs> my bad, really. Help bros in this situation. Oh, Please. shit. Help bros. <laughs> Sponsored by motherfuckers that don't give a fuck about people pretending to be other shit than other than what the fuck they was born to be. We don't give a fuck about you pretending to be a dog, cat, hamster, parrot, bitch, ape, gorilla. We don't give a shit about none of that shit. We just want you to live your motherfucking life and be normal, motherfuckers, to stay out of my way and stop shedding and coughing up hairballs around me when I'm trying to get my motherfucking food served. And you want to be a motherfucking cook with a claw. I'm tired of that shit. I'm... That's it. Yo, yo, you try to get extra chicken at Chipotle. Like, you're like, meow. <laughs> no, nigga. Roo, roo, roo. What's going on? Oh, that's just a chef. He letting us know the fries ready. When he, how y'all know the fries ready? When he, when he barked three times, that mean the fries ready. When he barked twice, that mean wait a goddamn minute. Is the fries ready? Roo, roo. That mean you gotta wait, nigga. All shitty growling. That must mean the chicken ain't done. <laughs> why the fuck are we trying to figure this shit out roof roof cause he the best fucking chef around that's why okay last one last one last one last one <clears throat> you're in a board meeting oh shit <laughs> listen sales no look 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 roof roof no no fucking that didn't work last time <laughs> last like so you sitting there as a board meeting like it's CEO he's, he's on his way in here okay alright it's your first time you're like oh shit I'm gonna meet him I'm nervous this nigga comes in. Ribbit. Ribbit. Oh, that nigga daddy company. That's all that is. Ribbit, 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 ribbit. Okay. The stockholders are about to hop their ass out of here. They ain't fucking with us no more because of the goddamn CEO. Oh. Who told that nigga wearing lily pads to the goddamn Chairman of the board is like, you know, like my last move before I pass on is to give the company to my son. <laughs> They're like, 
No! That nigga come in, he goes, Moo! <laughs> Moo! Damn it. <laughs> he, he left the company to Caltrick? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Okay, so, real quick. Fucking Caltrick. I'm going to touch on this real <laughs> I keep, <laughs> I keep trying to milk the secretary. What yeah. the fuck is going on? Wooly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm going I'm to touch on the Bank of America testing that out real quick. So real long story short, Bank of America is making for a, a, a group of minorities with no credit, no, no credit check and no down payment. It's going to be based on. It's based on your um, blackness. Rent, no, it's based on your renting history and like how much like if you've had like car notes, like actual payments you've kept. That that's how they're going to evaluate your, your actual history. payment not history. About, your credit not, score. Not about right? your credit score anymore. So they're yeah they're launching that in like Charlotte, Detroit. It's like several Florida. cities that yeah several cities that they're doing that Texas. to check it. What what's your advice? Damn, nigga. <laughs> that is an indicator that banks are broke they don't hell yeah for free yeah. okay uh, you, you know what happened free. like the motherfucking they understand that the black dollar is really the only dollar that is left that hasn't entered that particular part of the market right. a lot of it's untapped yeah untapped <laughs> so territory and they know why when i saw That's that, that means to me yeah when i saw that <laughs> the same system that was designed to keep people out now was like please Give us that money because we spend, as, as Trilly always say, we spend more money than everybody else on, you know, like Gucci, Gucci probably went down. They're like, damn, motherfuckers ain't spending 800 on these shoes. They can spend 800 on this motherfucking house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I saw that, <clears throat> I applauded how that means that some people that look like me could really milk the system and afford in a it fucking way and what i mean is is that now shit i don't want to hear nobody talk about breaking into uh being landlords how they can't do it and how it's unfair because it's still unfair it's still pretty fucked up because it's letting you know that this market is crashing and they know that they know that this shit is about to be fucked up they started over they they really marked up houses to try to like you know bridge the gap until shit supposedly got better but you know y'all president give away billions to other countries so shit is gonna be even more fucked up as we go um okay my thing is like why didn't you do this when the when the interest rates was at the lowest point why we gotta wait think it's a business highest point because it's a business shit because they know that they don't view our we don't have smart dollars that's the way they look at it we are disposable income so they're going to mark up shit. Even the bullshit houses is going to get marked up. Interest rates going to be through the fucking roof. And just like we've done with rent center and Budget and all these other fucking places where they fuck you over. Man, layaway was invented for us. So, so they could mark that shit up at a high interest rate and charge us double than what the fuck the smart dollars as they look at it. And they're not smart so Keep dollars. it in the back. Yeah, they're not, and it's not, it's not even a question of smart money. It's the fact that motherfuckers is just educated with their money because they've been educated since birth on how to spend it because this system was designed a certain way to keep certain people ahead of the food chain when it comes to money being made and money being dispersed. 
but we make a lot of fucking money and we give it away because we we haven't none of us are free but we like to surround ourselves with things that symbolizes freedom like a mm. gucci bag or a fucking bins and all this shit the only thing that's been missing is homes we ain't getting the top tier homes so now it's like wait a minute motherfucker you've been paying this sprint bill for how long your car note also that 800 $850 lease you've been paying that bitch for seven years motherfucker come on over here to death row roof 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 right barky you know my loan officer he's he said that it's a go Shit, that's probably you're a minority. Probably if you're a furry, so they she probably qualified for a yeah. motherfucking no interest, no down payment exactly. for her but, litter box. But motherfuckers looking at it as an opportunity. I'm looking at it as a target because they specified that this is being dispersed to black and Latino communities only. Technically, women, right? Okay, but now you got them people going into these neighborhoods with these homes, and now it's the same thing as that. Uh, you know black people going to college thing now you go they're only here because their credit's probably garbage but they're here because you know they got that they got a free house i think your income i think your income comes into part too though of course it does okay so i mean that's still not valid obviously make enough right thanks to bank of african america there you go we are (laughs) that's what they're gonna start saying watch then move out farther there you go No, that's what they do. Cause I'm move a, out farther than a prime example, motherfucker. You can't move far enough. I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah, bitch, I'm in there like swimwear. I'm watering my grass. Motherfuckers looking at me like, oh shit, oh hi, yeah hi, motherfucker. And my car look better than yours. My my advice is Fell right into the same trap, chili trilly. Uh huh. <laughs> my my advice is yes, Bark. I did. Bark, boom. <laughs> Like Barky the loan officer says. <laughs> Barky? Approved. <laughs> Approved. Three barks is the hell no denial. Nah, when he nah. When he did the Oh, that motherfucker was shocked at my payment history. He was like, God damn, you've been <laughs> you've been on time since you was twelve? My mama had shit in her in my name. Exactly. Like <laughs> I'd had cable since I was twelve, motherfucker. <laughs> Cable vision loves me. And the water bill too. You know yeah, I mean? motherfucker. <laughs> I had I done had I done had water and sewer since I was four. <laughs> my credit is the shit. <laughs> so my advice is if if owning a home is something you've always wanted, maybe this is an opportunity for you. However, I will say be cautious because like you like you guys said, they're marking up these homes. Look at what the value of that house used to be a year ago, two years ago. I don't give a fuck what they did. Unless they made some acres to that bitch, ain't no way that's going up double. Ain't no way that's going up thousands upon thousands of dollars. Like, what the fuck did they do to this house to make it that value difference, too? Like, keep that in mind. Don't just be buying a house because you feel like, I can't rent no more. Fuck that. Buy a house that makes sense, my advice. I'm going to play devil's advocate on this, too. Um, Bank of America, uh, they're doing this also because of their partnership with NACA. If anybody's familiar with NACA, NACA has been helping people that look like us get homes for years at some of the lowest interest rates, period. Right now, it's just not happening like that because that interest rate is not falling. Well, next year it's going to fucking fall. It's going to tumble, all types of shit. The the property values in Texas is about to triple because everybody running in Texas because it's really, really cheap down there and no sales tax. So state tax, rather. 
So 50 Cent and all them motherfuckers are down there. That shit about to go through the roof and everywhere else is about to fill it. And then that shit going to come tumbling right the fuck back down. So my advice is, yeah, take advantage of this, but walk slow walk that motherfucker down if they do say, hey, we're going to give you that $250,000 loan or that $350,000 loan. Slow walk that bitch. Wait, wait and look and look and wait. Because this shit gonna go down. Make them payments on time. Get that credit rating up with this opportunity. Because yeah. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to restructure that loan. <laughs> I'm just mm. saying. Then leave. Get that head, get that bread, and leave. Bitch, then leave. That's yeah. what they said. No, that's real shit because that's what's gonna happen. Best believe, yeah, they're allowing you to come in there, but at what where where do they win? That's that's the thing that's not being They discussed. know that you ain't gonna keep it up for no twenty, thirty years. Well, that's that's I'm just saying like that's that's the that's the thought process. And if you do, they still make a hand over fist because by the time in a year, like you said, when it drops, yeah. if your interest rate is ten percent and now shit's down to five percent, they they still making that five on top of you. And you may or may not ever qualify to get it back down. Just say ain't no house in East Cleveland worth four hundred thousand dollars. Ain't no house in East Cleveland worth two hundred thousand. The fuck are you talking about? You can go over there with fifteen thousand in your back pocket. You ain't even gotta You might be able to put a down payment with ten dollars. No, no you no, you look, fifteen thousand, you done bought a, a whole block. The whole, it's seven houses on that bitch and you own all of them. I just saw I just had a meme that said I gotta show y'all that. It's, it's about East Cleveland. And you know what? East Cleveland ain't never did shit to me. So I, I really uh, should stop being East rude. Cleveland is the proudest dumpster I've ever seen. They so happy to say I'm from East Cleveland. We got Doughboy. Hey. You know the rapper. Uh-huh. Yeah, we you yeah, motherfucker. You also got potholes the size of motherfucking whales. Them motherfucking potholes is goddamn cauldron holes. Though. This nigga still in, this nigga still in that hole talking about some did y'all tell anybody I was here? <laughs> we can't get out. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah. Motherfucker looking in the hole. She's still down there. We ain't got no rope, nothing. Motherfuckers is still in them chuck holes. They just filled some of them bitches up, but they ain't redid the street. Show Link. Made the mistake of going down there with my motherfucking car, cracked my goddamn rim. Now my shit's right. slow leaking like a motherfucker. I'm like, for God, yeah, for real. Oh, wow. Man. Dun, 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 dun. I'm laughing because I was just, uh, I remember in my one car, the shit got so fucking bad, I just stopped and hopped out. I just, because <laughs> I made a wrong turn down the street. And I'm walking. I think it was Terrace. Man, I'm like, I just stopped. I just pulled over. I said, man. They're like, where you at? I'm like, I ain't going to be home in a minute because I got to figure this shit out. You got to go up there and scout and shit because this is motherfucking mines. Up in- they trying to, look, you got motherfuckers on the street like, you got to go left and then shift to the right a little bit because you want your wheel to kind of slowly touch the hole but not go all the way over it because you're going to be in that bitch. I had to get a map to get the fuck up out of there. And it ain't like I was lost. You see the whole street, nigga. You need a map for the chuck holes. That's how fucked up the street was. You talking 15 years of no maintenance whatsoever. City officials like, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. It's extra money for the streets. Put that in my back pocket. Facts. Get these goddamn cameras. and We about to take pictures. Of we got to take pictures of niggas. And when that money come in, put that in my other pocket. Because it don't need to go to the city. The city ain't going to do shit with it no way. Nigga, you run the city. What the fuck are you talking about? 
Fuck this city. That's what he said. <laughs> he said, fuck <laughs> this city. <laughs> the, one, the, the one mayor was like, fuck that. I need to go get a new blouse and a new skirt. I'm not about to fix no goddamn streets. My lipstick is running low. I got to go get some MAC lip gloss. Nigga was taking pictures, sending sending pictures of himself to policemen and shit. Check me out in this dress. They like, you the mayor. What the fuck are you doing? Doing me. Next mayor came in like, fuck it. He's stealing. I got to keep tradition going. <laughs> if they find out they got more money than this, nigga, we all fucked. Oh, my God. We got to actually start working. So final, final <laughs> news article. You ready? <laughs> you want to talk about the rodeo bull that escaped into the crowd? Or do you want to talk about... happen all the time. Cram. Or do you want to talk about the Russian oil executive who dies from a fall? The Russian oil executive that dies from a fall? Yeah, we'll do that one. So this is according to This is according to the Guardian. Russian oil executive dies in fall from Moscow hospital window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A senior Russian oil executive has died after falling from the window of the hospital months after his company criticized the criticized the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Ravil Maganov, the chair of the board of directors of Lukol, Russia's largest private oil company, quote, fell from a window at Central Clinic Hospital, end quote. End quote. He, he checked, died he from injuries out. sustained. End quote. Oh. He passed away following a severe I- illness, but they refused to say what he was being treated for. He got he got shot up with some motherfucking uh, nuclear medicine. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. He got pushed, and he probably got hit with an AK-47 on the way down. Right. Here, here it gets even dur- messier. Left during impact, and his wife fucked around and heard about what happened and shot herself in the back of the head with an AK-47. But listen, this half a dozen business people with ties to the Russian energy industry have died in apparent suicides or in mysterious circumstances since the outbreak of the war in Ukraine. None of the deaths has have been classified as murders. Hell no. They getting classified as motherfuckers is going broke and they like, look, I'm a snitch. Or get me out of here. I'm trying to, you know, my damn yacht got got snatched. Fuck that. Yeah. You know Half I mean? their money is here. Exactly. So, motherfucker, like, I'm, and that's the other part. Here's the last part. I'm, Wait, I before need b- before you get to that, here's the last part of this article. The incident occurred on the same day Vladimir Putin visited the hospital in order to pay his respects to Mikhail Gorbachev. The last, le- yeah, Gorbachev, the last leader of the Soviet Union. <laughs> I wanted to add that in there. Vladimir was like, "Rest in peace, OG. I got us." Went by dude room. He like, "Shit, you know I'm here, motherfucker." He put, a, he put on that motherfucking crisscross record. <laughs> Cause I'm the miggity 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 Mac Daddy. <laughs> you know what? You heard Daddy Mac, right? He told you you should. <laughs> right. Uh, the splat daddy make you <laughs> oil factory make you so what's your advice no money you make you uh-huh uh-huh so my advice is dos fidonia my advice is if he dies he dies he dies he dies i must break you i've been chris Clark. no but um now my advice is is that uh 
pay attention to that because I feel like we're gonna hear more shit come out with more executives. They gonna fuck around and run out of executives over there because I don't know how motherfuckers getting paid. And I know they like, you know, I'm calling the police and the secret police. And then they getting their ass hit with an AK in the back of the spine. Talking about some self-inflicted and all this old shit. We, it's been, this type of shit been going on for a long time. I just think right now Russia just got a spotlight on it. So pay attention. A lot of you people, y'all get so caught up in all this weird shit that's going on. All this local messy media shit that we talk about too. But y'all better start watching the world. It's a lot of shit going on. A lot of shit going on. And Russia been full of shit a long time. But understand that a lot of their money is here. And we've like, yeah, you motherfuckers want to keep warring with the company we robbing. I mean, we partner with. We about to start freezing some motherfucking accounts around this bitch. Biden, like y'all fucking with my nut. My son get money over there. How's he buying his crack? We don't know. Because y'all keep so busy warring. Y'all fucking with his 375000 a month income. Right. Now I got to buy his dope. And we need you to pay up. But, bitch, we don't want no goddamn rubles. No, we don't want that rubles. We don't want no motherfucking rubles. Uh-uh. Well, how the fuck am I going to pay you, dog? I got the money right here. Nah. You better no. figure that shit out. You better go to a different country and try to... But see. you said I can't go to no other countries and go get my money. <laughs> well, you better do what you got to do. <laughs> I'm a kill nigga. <laughs> what shit? Get the killing then, motherfucker. It worked for Japan. Allegedly, it worked for Japan. Uh-huh. Y'all better pull a Nan King over in that motherfucker. So my advice. Damn, that was that was that was dark. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> y'all got real dark. My advice is like, damn, that's fucked. Up. So my advice is definitely watch what's going on because I mean, I ain't gonna call nobody a killer, but. Just too many things are coincidental in a culture from our perspective where, you know, coincidence and coincidence, from what I understand, usually things are much more tactical. So just keep your eyes out, my advice. Say the last we've heard of it. Yeah, we're going to keep watching because you're going to hear about some more execs and some more bullshit taking place. It's a lot of oil over there, so, you know. It's going to be a lot of different shit going on. Yeah, but, I mean, by 2030, you got, you know, a, a bunch of states that are mandating that you need an electric car. That's a, that's another thing that's going to have a, a direct impact on what you're going to need for oil outside of making plastics, right? And then uh, eventually you're going to get to the point where you can't put petroleum in that. Well, you know, right? a black man did invent a way for a car to run on water. No one wants to talk about that shit. Motherfucker, you found out how to pull water out of air, fresh water, and give it to neighborhoods. And motherfuckers came and tried to break his machine. All types of shit. So, that's another thing about us. We're very inventive. So, motherfucker be riding around this bitch on, on you know, nigga throw an old ass drumstick bone in the motherfucking engine and that bitch turn into oil. Fuck your electric car. I ain't charging this shit. I'm about to put some rib tips in this motherfucker get down the street. Yeah, they keep they trying to mandate this electric car shit. I don't know. You think it's gonna cut in on the oil industry? Big time. That's that's the whole that's, that's the, the whole point thing. of it. Yeah. I mean, what what does that have to do with like the oil? Like, so okay, what I don't. I got three hundred years worth of oil that I'm trying to sell. In thirty five years, you trying to cut into my three hundred years. So what you're telling me is Elon Musk has some of the best security in, of all time. He better. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That nigga got shooters I mean, on all the roofs. But you can't do that. I mean, Hummer doing it. I mean, the thing is, it just makes sense. It makes sense because, like, it's it's too hard to make oil. It takes time. Right. It takes too much time to refine. There's a lot of there's a lot of industries that are attached to this. You got refineries. You got, I mean, shit, gas. You really don't need petroleum in it anyway. Right. Like it's mostly ethanol. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, you know that that was a whole thing in itself that you that you can't you know you need to put some petroleum in it in order in order to make gas. Right. That was, that was a billionaire's tactic on that. Attack ethanol until you made sure that you got to put petroleum in it. Not that it even makes a difference on how to carbon. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's where I'm going to leave that at. So that's the last article I have. Anything else you guys got? Oh, we can get into it because Tesla was a motherfucker. We didn't even need to have power lines, right? Tesla made it so that the current ran in the ground. Yeah. Like shit like that. And he mysteriously, didn't he die, mysteriously die of something crazy? It was like something like yeah, that. Nigga electrocuted. Yeah, something like that. The irony. Because yeah, he was trying to make electricity f- 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 free. And, that's the, and that was the part they was like, wait a minute. The Rockefellers and all them motherfuckers like, what? You what? Right, he like electricity. Just pull it out the air, motherfucker. Like it's free. Put it in the ground, out the air. Shit, it's, it's everybody's. Listen, uh. Cancel that nigga today. They didn't even say nothing. They just looked around the room. They just looked at each other. <laughs> yep. Gators on some mafia shit, head nod. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co host, Gemini. <laughs> and I'm Trilly Say Claire. Trilly, can you leave us with a help, bros, before we get out of here? <sighs> We're going to call this one Protect Your Energy. Yeah, you know, we should do a Protect Your Energy. You're right. You're right. You're right. We should do a Protect Your Energy. Hold on. I got Tesla it. didn't really obey that. I can I can find a Protect Your Energy, actually. That's a, that's a good idea. We're actually working on some things in the background, y'all, that we, we're going to really get more um, active with you people. Um, all those that's listening to us and, and really, you know, want to know what we have going on. Some of you guys want to know each other. A lot of y'all, um, you know. Not Jim and I uh, was looking at, you know, some of the analytics. We got people out in Iraq. What? Where are the other countries that? It was Iran. Oh, yeah. Uh, Japan, Australia, UK. We've gotten some reviews from people in the UK. Uh, Canada, obviously. Um, I know we've had people in uh, like Nigeria. We've had France, Spain, uh, China. I'm trying to think of other places. I have to look at all the analytics, but a lot, a lot of different places. Shout out to y'all! Shout out to y'all for tuning in. We about to start doing some things to where we actually speak directly with you guys. Um, eventually, we're gonna open it up to where we can actually schedule out some calls with you guys. Um, they want to, you know, just kind of give your tidbit on some of the topics that we speak on. Um, write in. Let us know what your favorite topics are. Uh, we ain't, we about to get ready to do a Protect Your Energy. We ain't did one in a while. Cause you know what? A lot of y'all motherfuckers ain't really been caring about protecting y'all energy. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to just put it out there. Uh, we, we've always loved that segment. I have a lot of people that have told me in the past that they love it. I've told them, hey, write in. Talk about it. 
People don't talk about it. So, you know, we move how y'all move. Just like that. So this is from Harmony is Global. It says, you have the power to protect your peace. You do. You give people autonomy over your happiness when, you know, you don't love you enough to where you don't become exclusive with who you share your space with, ideas with, energy with. We talk about that all the time as well about the uh, double standard of men and women, right? Women, when they open their legs, it's not just sex. You're taking in energy. You're taking in every negative thing that that person may have thought, felt that day. All of the shit that they've dealt with. You're taking all of that into your uterus, whether you know it or not. Sure, put it on the other side of it. With the dude that's that's ex- expending that energy, right? Yeah. Same thing. You you at a loss. Yeah. Sometimes when you do that, because you might, you know, you get that you get that nut, lose motivation. You get that mm-hmm. nut, like you get complacent. Like testosterone is 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 present for a reason. It's effervescent for a reason, in order to push people forward, right? Sometimes you have to harness that energy in order to concentrate. On some things that make you aggressive, that make you aggressive in the right ways. Right. That's actually our our episode we're gonna be doing. So it's kind of funny that you brought that up. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's been another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host Gemini. Billy St. Clair. It's Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure you guys check out our website, and that is OhioPod.com. Pure, 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 pure. And we're on various platforms, so check us out. We out. Bye. What's the name of that site? OhioPod.com. What's the name of that site? OhioPod.com. What's the name of that site? OhioPod.com. Anybody want to see what Gemini look like? Go on. Where? (laughs) OhioPod.com. You want to see that ass? You go to. Oh, wow. We out. Bye. Get the damn music. That nigga is a personality hire, a mascot over here. <laughs>